1: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
2: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine
1: hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R I T E R U G.com today to schedule a free in home estimate or to find a location near you. 24 month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
4: You're listening to Studio 22.
2: Welcome to Studio 22. I'm your host, Will Meldman, with my beautiful co-host, Brock O'Hearn, as always.
4: You think I'm beautiful?
2: Yeah, along with 99% of the world. (laughs) Thanks. How you doing today?
4: Good, man. Good uh, good to be here. Another day in the the studio.
2: We are here with Kez Reed, who manages Reed Company Incorporated, that is an entity focused on business development and venture investments with professional athletes and corporations welcome Kes. thanks for having me how
5: you guys doing
4: really
2: good
5: yeah
4: good man good uh, to have you back on
5: back on take two yeah. let's get it going
4: yeah. it's gonna
5: be worth the wait though um appreciate that how's everything with you man how you doing life is good man i mean another year you know i feel like i don't know if you guys feel this way but i feel that 2023 has been flying by right like i feel like you know, we're already in October, you know, and I think about, like, just earlier yesterday, it was January 1st, so I'm like, you know, and and it's one of those things of when you look back on, it's like, hey, what did I accomplish this year? Yeah. You know, did the the plan that that I created in, you know, the year before, you know, during this time to roll out in 2023, did I, how efficiently or effectively did I, you know, did I roll that thing out, right? And, I like, you know, I like killing shit. So I, I think yeah. I destroyed it, you know what I mean? But it's also like, okay, how do you, how do you grow from that? What's next? All right. You know, it's always new opportunities every year. If, if you're in the right places and have the right network and it's, how do you capitalize on that?
4: Yeah. Well, it's good that you uh, feel like you killed it. Cause a lot of the stuff that I had on my list at the beginning of the year has been put on hold because of strikes and mm. multiple other variables in the world. But uh, a lot of, a lot of other things have been accomplished. So I'm, I'm happy that it's like you're saying, you kind of, there's a lot of things you want to achieve and you set goals, right? And you try to accomplish those, but then life kind of throws other opportunities at you. So you got to run with those too, you know?
5: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, The new year, man, it's like you get the holidays, you get like some family time and then the whole concept of like a new year resolution, you can kind of refocus on everything and try to accomplish things you haven't or branch out. I mean, I love, I love the holidays.
5: Time of reflection. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it is time of reflection and it's a time for me to drink fine wine and uh <laughs> hang out you know hang out with the family and and you know share the you know the new wine. i, I love um that's I love how the, you reflect Yes. Yeah, yeah, but i love but i love <laughs> the holidays on the fact of just being able to um eat uh and just like events every This is like event season. Like you think, oh, like living in LA and things like that. There's events throughout the year. It is, but this is like an overload. You have your personal events. You got the. Other events you got. It's just Halloween, and then you have you know Friendsgiving, and you have th- the actual Thanksgiving, then post Thanksgiving, you know Black Friday, Cyber Mondays, right? <laughs> you know, and, and then you yep. have then you have ugly sweater parties and and yep. you know things that you got to do that comes like and it, it, it's cool. Then you know the New Year starts with uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day.
2: One of my favorite ugly sweater parties was the um, the Jug Life one. That you guys hosted—that was sick. incredible.
5: Yeah, it was sick. It was sick. Just so yeah, I, I do. I do have a foundation that I co-founded with one of my business partners, clients, uh, Javel McGee. He's actually like my best friend. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, um, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a, a best friend that's a professional athlete, and then he allowed me access to, you know, do things that, uh, and you know, being who I am. I be having access to that I don't did not want to take it for granted right so I made sure that I capitalized on those on those doors that he um, allowed me to walk through so um we decided to well he decided that he wanted to start a foundation um actually you know let me give you the full story real quick so yeah man hold on
4: yo get that thing out of here what is that thing where is it I've never seen that before Penny will get it Jeez,
2: sorry that's super annoying
4: Let's see if it stays here. I'm going done. flick it.
5: Done. Done. It, it, was, I was, I, yeah. it was hard for me to concentrate. I, this thing just kept just flying. You said you like to kill things. I thought you would have killed it by now, I, I was trying, but I didn't want to hit the mic, and it was just so much going on. <laughs> no, that's annoying. Sorry. Yeah, no, all good. So rest in peace, little buddy. Yeah, R- RIP. I got a little bug juice on my cut now, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's on my cut. It's head. all uh, just a real one. Drinking out of a bug cup. Yeah, man. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right. Um, but yeah, so it, it was, this was back in like 2015, uh, Jubelle was drinking a lot of water on the bench and he would just carry this jug, jug around on the bench and, uh, people, the fans started picking up on that. He was tweeting jug, jug life and other fans would, you know, have drink a gallon of water a day, you know, and in a jug life. And so I noticed this was at the beginning of like social media, really, maybe I want to say 2013, 2014 when it was going, when it was going on, but we didn't really, take it as a business or, or a foundation until like 2015 but so during that time of like 2013-14 uh, his fans were just you know hashtagging drug life tagging him and things like that and I said hey bro you have a you have a platform now where you can actually do impact and make change and I think that you need to do something with this thing that you're calling Jug life what do you want it to be and we cultivated something that became a 501c non-profit educating people about the importance of water on a daily basis then following doing that all we were doing was going to elementary schools uh youth programs after school programs and educating kids about the importance of drinking water the benefits of health right uh drinking more water on a daily basis things like that um and then that led to us going to africa and building water wells because there, are oh, wow. you know there were people that were commenting on us you know giving the education but they're like yeah we want to drink more water but we can't we don't have access to clean water yeah so then we decided that we can we can do something about that so we partnered with a NGO called uh, Hope for Kids and so they handled that sector of us going out there building water wells you know doing the geographic surveys of the land uh, finding schools because we build them at schools Um, um, and yeah it's been a great partnership over the last uh, five five Five, seven years now i believe so it's um and it, we're still growing we started to build uh, a sports complex out there so it's going to have two basketball courts a volleyball court a netball um, a wow. soccer field uh two two um locker rooms for the boys and girls um yeah this is all in, uh, in uganda in uh, Tororo, uganda so that's what uh the foundation is at its, at its whole. now back to the fun the ugly uh holiday party ugly sweater holiday party right so that was something that Will got to attend. Uh Brock was invited, but he was too cool to show up. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, definitely not
4: cool. I'm pretty sure I was working, but you know, yeah, all, all I the, still appreciate you know, the
5: invite. Yeah, you will know, you, keep getting it, man. So we do we do we do this to uh to raise funds, you know, for for the, our nonprofit. And it was cool that that year that you got to attend, Will. I mean, everyone uh in my network, you know, showed up to support uh, we we yeah, to, Lebron and Anthony Davis <laughs> there. With that it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lake Lakers. Uh, Lakers showed out. Even uh, the GM uh, Rob Palinka came. So yep. it was. Yeah, it, you know, it was a good time. Pri- private, uh, secluded event. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, it was. We got to sh- uh, share with everyone what we're doing, what what our goals are, uh, what we're able to accomplish, raise some funds uh, to continue. And then um, yeah, it's it's been going. I mean, that really is amazing work, dude, to have that international
2: effect on, you know, kids out in Africa. That's got to be really fulfilling work.
5: Mm -hmm. Congrats on all that. I appreciate that. I mean, like I said, it's Africa, and and we're also got to educate the kids in in our state, right? I mean, you think about in our nation, we have kids that don't drink enough water on a daily basis to stay naturally hydrated, you know?
2: Right, so, so yeah, it's education yeah. basically domestic and international, and then you pho- okay. Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm.
4: If you could drop a little education right now, how much should a kid or an adult drink per day?
5: I mean, so I I usually say it's it's relative depending on how active they are, but you know, rule of thumb is usually how however much you weigh, uh, half of that in the ounces. So if you're like oh, two hundred, wow. if you're like two hundred pounds, then a hundred pound, I mean, a hundred ounces of water would be something which you would try to. Reach as your target, nice. but you know if you are, you know, an athlete or a bodybuilder or you know whatever it may be, that it it changes. You, you need more, you know. Right. And so that's the rule of thumb.
2: I gotta I gotta do that calculations. And yeah, just whatever, that, like yeah. you know,
5: whatever you weigh, half half your body weight, which would be an ounces. So yeah, that's how With I this, this is
2: worth. like twelve ounces. I don't know. Maybe is it
5: like? Yeah, is it? it could be sixteen fluid ounces. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it like, could be sixteen. Yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah, but yeah I would you know those are what uh i believe like th- those arrowhead i don't want to give arrowhead a shout out, but you know those 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 level 12, water bottles is it is sixteen i thought it was six i think those are sixteen point nine fluid ounces i think it. you're right yeah. yeah so yeah you drink about eight of those a day you know hell yeah you those bottles yeah you'll you'll be you know hydrated yeah you know so. awesome.
4: Do you guys have any uh, future plans with Jug Life, or are you just going to continue on the path you guys have been doing?
5: Yeah, I think the, I think one of the things that we we've been getting much better at is focusing on the work, and not necessarily. I think that when you start focusing on resources that you have available to you, or you know jumping on you know podcasts or things like that, and the, people kind of lose focus on what actually got us here, and I think that that happened to us in in a certain way at a time. We were focused on, you know, uh, certain things, and it was just like, hey, let's just focus on the work. It's getting things done, making the impact. The rest of the stuff will come. So, building the sports complex, right? And it's not one thing just building the sports complex, it's also making sure that it's maintained for years to come, right? And Mm -hmm. in order to do that, it's gonna take community, to support, you know, I'm over here on this side of the world, right? And they're over there, so it's gonna take, it takes a village, right? And same thing when it comes to building a water well. We build it at a school, but it, it the school has to stay open, you know, so it's like, you know, the water well has to not break. So just the, the, the maintenance and all that that comes with it. So I think that, like I said, focusing on the work and making sure that we're making the impact and we're setting off, you know, uh, reaching our goals and what we were what we intended to do but also um you know not biting off more than we can chew i love hearing that though right because that is
2: lasting impact right mm-hmm. like you're not just saying and doing something which would still be great mm-hmm. but it's also like how can we make this last and have the biggest effect possible over time
4: efficient yeah yeah with jug life too like um what have been your main ways to get support from people? And then I think, honestly, while we're on the topic, how can people that are listening support Jug Life and what you guys are doing?
5: That's good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, you know, always we So, like I said, we're a 501c3. Um, we... So we take in-kind donations. You know, you can go to juglifewater.com uh, and, and donate, right? Uh, we also... Uh, we sell merch like you know I, I, I rock my I love water hat all the time because I do love water it's very important right yeah. but also it's one of those you know conversation starters I, I I walk down the street everyone says oh like I love water too and I'm like yeah that's <laughs> great how much do you drink you know on a daily basis so uh yeah so support by buy merch 100% of the proceeds you know go, goes to uh, our our initiatives and efforts to educate people and, and supply communities with clean water so that that are that, those are ways that you can support, and then like you know we have like healthy events that go on throughout you know in different parts of the, you know, um, I'm not going to say world, but right now we're focused on um, just right now L A, uh, and um, so we do like hikes, biking events, things like that. So if you guys um, want to Hel- show up, you know, pull yeah. up. Yeah, healthy, oh, yeah. healthy, active events. Yeah, just healthy, active events. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we've done some cool. We have some cool partnerships with you know, you know. LA hike club or, you know, um, East Sider bike club and just people that are, are focused on that thing, right. That, that they're good at that thing. And we, we know what we're good at and just our communities coming together and, you know, make, making it all make sense. And so, yeah, that's how you guys can support. Awesome.
2: Love that. And we'll put all the links and stuff in the description for the video. So anyone out there Perfect. watching can
5: Get per- the direct perfect, yeah. perfect man. I love the support. Like I said, it <laughs> takes a village, man. Like, you guys understand, yeah. like, people say, like, I, you guys probably, probably heard this before it takes a village to raise a child, right? For sure, but I also think it takes a village it, that never leaves. I feel like even now, like, your success, your success, my success, I didn't do it alone, yeah, right? Of course, and, and it takes a village to get there, right? <laughs> and so, and if you just look at it in that way, I think that maybe people will be. You know, more more nicer to pe others and and all, all the above, dude. I that's crazy.
2: You mentioned that too. Like to think of all the people that have, like, you know, given me advice or helped me out or doing something. Like, and then you apply that to everyone. It really is like no one's success is essentially like their own alone success, right? It's Not at all. pretty, yeah. Not at all. Like yeah. Having gratitude for that, and and you know, showing other people that that's even a thing because no one really talks or thinks about it, but that's interesting.
5: No, not at all. Like I think that you know, having having um, just that acknowledgement or self self awareness that hey, I'm 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 in this, but I have support. Yeah. Right. And I'm not too proud to share if my ups or my downs. Um, I saw something like Robert De Niro interview. It was and it was something like, "Hey, man, life is gonna have highs and lows, right? Our job as human beings is to try to to remain calm through it all. Like keep this even kill. right? So when when it's high, don't get too high. When it's low, you know, don't get too low. Yeah. Try to say, get back to that calm and even, right? Because yep. when you're high, like I mean, I've I've gone through it as well. Like I've been high. Oh, I'm never gonna be able to fall. Like I'm I'm on, I'm at the top all the time. I'm feeling good, and then that you know." And then a low happens and I'm just like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to, I, I, cause I was just there. I was just on a, you know, yeah. on the top of that mountain. Now I don't want to talk to anybody about, you know, but that's a part of it. You know, you can just try to stay even kill that way you don't have those, you know, those big dips.
4: Yeah, it's good advice. That's great advice. Yeah. Life and eb- eb- flows is how you handle
5: it. Right. It's a, uh... I'm trying. I mean, yeah, we're all trying, you know, man. This this game, this game called life, is not you know yeah. simple, right? There's, there's yeah, a lot of there's, for sure. there's a lot of context behind it, right? You yeah. know, things aren't, yeah. things aren't black and white. Nothing's
4: ever know. yeah what it seems either, right?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's all gray but, area.
4: Yeah, I mean, on the topic of being you know kind to people too, and it takes a village and all that stuff too. I was always try to move forward, thinking uh, you know you don't know what someone else is going through, so just move with kindness and and you know in grace and try to show up in that way where you don't know if if you being like rude or mean or whatever is the straw that breaks the camel's back in somebody's life you know or just the moment of kindness that gets them to hold on and keep going moving forward you know like we can all put on faces and kind of
5: bury everything down but everyone's dealing with something doesn't matter who it is I agree I agree I think about um like my circle who's close to me right like who who do I want in, in those trenches with me especially in the industry that I'm in, again, I I gave, talked about Javel who, like I said, is like, fortunate enough, he's a client, but he's also my, one of my best friends. I have, um, he's allowed me to do certain things, you know, and opened up certain doors that, that I've been able to continue to grow. But in that process, that's just one, one person in my village, right? And I have gratitude right i have you know empathy things like that that goes into all of that i have to pour into him just as much as he's he's poured into me yeah right filling each other's tank. i think that that's important not in just um business relationships i just think relationships in, d- in general right like yeah i don't know if you who you guys are dating i don't know if you guys are single or whatever but like about a just, complex topic you, you know what i mean I, but it's <laughs> it's true man. across yeah. the board like I, I feel the things that i'm doing in my business i it trans it translates in my personal relationships as well too yeah I think, so
2: no i i totally agree um they can definitely kind of affect each other um depending on how you're doing personally and in either one um absolutely we uh and javel i mean one of the nicest guys ever i've you know had the pleasure of spending some time with you guys together and just want to give Jabelle a shout out to. He's such a nice guy.
5: Yeah, just um real. Yeah, real quick on him. It's like you look back on his career, and that's going to be you know a, a interesting story within itself, right? Entertaining story within itself from from start to finish. When, whenever he decides to finish, but three rings, you know, he threw Olympic champ. He's an Olympic gold medalist. You know, he played with you know greatest athletes of uh, arguably of all time. Right. Um, And, you know, he's well-respected in the league, but that didn't happen overnight. You know, it it goes back to just life in general, the highs and lows. You know, he had people, you know, against him and, you know, had, you know, whether it be a bad reputation or, you know, good reputation and how, how he was able to manage all of that, you know, being in front of the camera, I love what I do, but I'm behind the camera. I like I'm not this is like one of the few moments that I'm in front of the camera, but I'm usually behind the camera and I'm able to handle my 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 celebrations, my wins and my and my defeats, you know, privately. So for him to be able to do what he has done and accomplish what he has accomplished in half a tenure. You guys need to understand playing in the NBA, the 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 life the life of the NBA, the, the average is like four, two, two to four years, right? Damn, really? So, yeah. so, something like that, right? Two to four years, no no more than that. So any guy that's in a league that has a tenure of ten plus years in, in the NBA, it's a young man's sport. Anybody who has that, they're they're the GOAT in, in my eyes. Like, yeah. to be able to deal with the politics, to be able to deal with, you know, just what's required of you, like you gotta think about it like this. You have like the easy ones like LeBron or Kobe, you know, you think about the greats, right? Those guys, it's only 15 players on the team. This LeBron, AD, whoever we're talking about, they're making so much more money, you know, than player 15, right? But player 15 has to do exactly what these guys do. It has to be on the bus at the same time, has to work out, has to run the same amount of miles, you know, whatever it may be, right? uh, Wake up the same time to get to practice, all that stuff. Right, his lifestyle is no is it's technically no different, just the tax bracket is different, and so that's what comes with that is ego, right? Mm-hmm. So that needs to be managed, and then also these guys are the best at what they do before they got to where they are now. If they're playing for the Lakers or whatever team they're playing for, right? So now to go from the best player on your team before to now being a role player or something, it, it's transition. Life is all full of that. These are life lessons. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you know. I got to go to college, I got to figure out life, you know, like I said, privately, right? <laughs> without the, you know, without doing this uh, in front of everyone. So I was able to navigate this and have and find and seek men- mentors and things like that to, to figure out this thing called life to a certain degree. These guys, it's a lot harder to do that. And then, oh, let's say you have, you know, this money and now you have to be able to manage it all or, or find people that you trust to manage it all, right? And then, hope that once you're done you have a little bag you know waiting for you after it's all said and done but we we know what those those numbers look like actually like you know over 90% of athletes go broke after retirement you know really uh, yeah it, it's high yeah it's high and it's not and it's not because they don't have the money it's because their lifestyle usually doesn't change and there's a lot of like I said everything in context right you know and I don't want to just talk about the bad because there's was also good, you know, but, you know, the, it is what it is, right? We're just talking the facts right now. And so um, having your village, it's so important. You know, the guys that you, you know, grew up with to keep you humble, right? And then the guys that, you know, you have that can teach you things that you never had access to before and how to maneuver and manage this stuff. That's why vets are important on NBA teams. You have a team with just all young players. Who's who's leading them? Right, right. Who are they looking at? You think about Anthony Davis when he came into the league in the NBA. He played. He won an Olympic gold medal before he played one uh, NBA wow. game. That's crazy. So he got so he got to see how the the best of the best athletes, the best of the best top players, prepare for a game on a daily basis. Right. And what was that? 2012. Right. So he got to see that. Every day. So it was kind of a no-brainer to me, like, hey, this kid is going to be special because he got to see how Kobe put, put in and how he prepared for the game. LeBron, uh, Carmelo, all these guys that played on that 2012 team, Anthony Davis got to watch, emulate, learn, right? And then you think about that, and then I think about, like like I said, my best friend, Travell, think about his, and he had Gilbert Arenas as his vet his first game playing in the league. And this is the guy that brought guns into the locker room, right? Mm-hmm. Like all funny games. He was a great guy, but that's who they'll have to look, you know, look up to. And he was like, oh, this is how the NBA's done. You know, this is how, I guess it's how it is. It's is my first, you know, my first time being here. So, and again, that's his story to tell, but that just goes, goes to tell you like, Hey, it's a lot of, of politics and, and, and longevity is not common there you know and we, we talk about injuries and you yeah. know the money and all, all that stuff and being able to have you know like i said a little bag at, at the end of the day like it's it's all these variables right yeah and then
2: you way. can go back to even like just a random comment on the mentor side like the larry bird and magic johnson with the dream team and you know mj and everyone coming up then right um when they basically were pretty clear on we're handing off this baton to this new michael jordan guy but um that's such a great documentary that dream team but that really is a insightful look into the life of a pro nba player and everything they deal with yeah it's it's
5: more it's more of the like it's i don't want to call it the life of the nba player more so of just like right right you know the outline the blueprint of what, what what's handed everyone can you know they all get the lemon that's right some make lemonade, some don't, right? So yeah. I just, I'm just talking about the lemons, like, I'm, and the life, how they choose to, you know, move around in their life with what they've been handed to, or the cards they they've been dealt. That's, you know, that's what makes it a unique story, right? It's like, a good point. You know, it's
0: like uh... my dad works in B two B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man.
1: and with ads on linkedin you'll be able to reach people based on job title industry likelihood to buy and more start converting your b2b audience into high quality leads today we'll even give you a hundred dollar credit on your next ad campaign go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit that's linkedin.com slash customer terms and conditions apply linkedin the place to be to be
3: right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring
4: It reminds me of this, this quote I've always loved. It's, uh, you know, life isn't what happens to you. It's how you react to it, right? So you can give the same people the same experience, and maybe the money's different or something like that. Maybe it's all the same, right? But those 15 people are all going to spend it differently. They're going to use it differently. They have different habits. So learning from some of those great people, you can pick up the best habits, right? Because we're habitual creatures. We are who we surround ourselves with. So we're, that's why people say that. It's because we'll pick up habits, you know? Like if you have a, a really healthy habit, let's say, normally it's easy to go to the negative one, Right. But if you have a really healthy habit where you run a mile every morning, you know, even let's say that's what you love to do. One morning, I'm sure I'm going to be like, you know what, Kez is happy. He's crushing it. Life's good. He sets himself up for success right out the gate. Like, I want to be more like Kez. I'm going to join him on a run one day versus the opposite of like if you had donuts every morning, you know, I'm probably one day if I'm trying to be strict. I'm probably going to have one of those one day when I'm feeling a little tired, a little hungry, need a little sugar rush. When, so,
2: when I buy a bunch of pies, and yeah, give them
4: <laughs> those are some good pies though. But uh, yeah, man. So it's just like it's it's interesting, you know, getting dealt the cards we get dealt. No matter what level, there's there's obstacles, there's challenges, there's you know. But it really comes down to your mental, you know, and your your discipline. Honestly, I'm wearing a hat right now, but it's what <laughs> discipline you have, and then what you do with the time and you know opportunities and resources you get dealt right. And it's really interesting viewing it from an NBA standpoint, because I think it can be blanketed across almost every industry, every person, but hearing something like, you know, 90% of athletes go broke, right? It's like, well, why is that? What's the defining factor that leads to that, right? And and there's a whole level of, you know, whether it's stress or uh, lifestyle choices or pressure, you know, peer pressure, life pressure, media pressure, whatever it is, there's a million factors that come into play that help you dictate your decisions and some people are going to do better ones for them or or not some people are going to go out and live their life to the fullest and say you know well i did this and you know whatever i gotta figure it out now or other people are going to play a little more safe you know and, and learn how to invest and make the right decisions around themselves with the right people but um either way man i, I really appreciate what you're sharing and, and giving an insight into people too because that's a high level of it right because it can it can be on a normal person who has a nine-to-five job right and
5: kind of what they're doing with right. that Right, right. right? No, I, I think that it's a life lesson in general. Right, it, we yeah. can change out MBA and put you know put another um, you know occupation in there, or or another relationship in there. It's all the same. It, it's all the same thing. Like you said, the cards that you've been dealt. You know, play up to your best. You know, play up to your best ability. Yeah. You know, and the seat that I uh, get to sit in, right, is is the business opportunities development for these guys, strategizing what these lemons, you know, that's been handed to you, what can we make out of this, right? These cards that you've been dealt, all right, how do we play this hand? And I get to sit in that seat and have these conversations. And one of the things that I I, I love, because everyone's different, right? Every player has a different perspective on how they want to uh, attack things. So using, you know, the top, the top 1%, in the top 1%, I'm defining as, um, you know, the staffs, the, the LeBrons, the, you know, uh, the Giannis, you know, those are the 1%, right? They are an entity, a business within themselves. They need a, a staff from one, 1 to 20 maybe, you know, like those guys, first of all, they can afford it, right? And then also they have a brand that they're they're trying to build, right? Other guys are trying to, to you know, Compared to like yeah, then you have the mid tier, right? That that's the the bulk of the NBA, and then you have the, you know, the 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 lesser, you know, two way contracts, things like that, of that nature, right? Still great opportunities, but it's like okay, the one percent strategy and business plan is not going to be the same as the the, the mid level to the two different cards, right? And op- different opportunities, and so being able to sit in that seat of how to capitalize on these opportunities right because for example one player can have a three-year contract and the other player has a one year so now do you be are you more aggressive that one year and trying to just get everything he only has one year there right is that enough time to build real relationships is that enough time to build you know in that market right so do or do we go out and find someone who has relationships in that market already and try to you know attack it that way um Always, my goal is to extract as much as we can, right? In, in the opportunities that I've been given, um, and so every time, if a player on a one-year deal or 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 a max contract deal, it's like, okay, the strategy: well, how much can we extract out of this, right? No matter if you are playing in Milwaukee or or LA or or Miami, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, what can we extract out of here, right? Because this this lifestyle isn't going to last forever. Meaning by you are not going to play. There is. You're not gonna play in the NBA forever, so why we're here? You know, we got to leave with something. You know, we got to leave with. We can't sit back and go. Like, well, all I did was just play ball, and it, and there's guys that do that, and, and and shout out to them. But those aren't the guys that I work with, right? And so, the way I like to look at this is like I'm not a a business man. I'm a business partner, right? I I, I treat everyone 50-50. Like we're going this together. If I if I'm putting money down, you're putting money down. We're in this together, right? Like. We're gonna to win together, we're gonna to lose together, but we're in it together, right? And so we get to share input, right? And I get to share share what I know, they get to share what they wanna know, and we can connect the dots and how we wanna connect it, like I said, with the cards that were dealt. So that's my strategy.
2: So well, I, I love that too of if you're gonna do, you know, make it a partnership, right? Where like, you're not just saying, hey, you should do this, you're saying, this is good and I'm going to show you it's good by making an investment with you and taking on, you know, every investment obviously has risk. So take mitigating some of that risk and taking it on with you. I think that's smart. That's cool.
5: Right. Right. And, and you know, again, I'm not the guy that knows everything. And that is why I believe partnerships are important. And again, have your net, your network is your net worth. So, being with, um, I've been fortunate enough to be with people and be around uh, individuals who are the best of the best at what they do, right? Now, there's one thing that people say is like, okay, it's not about who you know, it's who knows you, right? So if I if I say, hey, can such and such, can, can you help me with this? And they say, yes, I can, you know, that's a, a real relationship. And they're not, especially if it's not about asking me for for money it's not trans- transactional or whatever it may be it's just genuinely helping but they can do the same to me right because i'm pouring i'm pouring into them as they're pouring into me and there and i think that that is important and I'm, it goes back to the whole village it takes a village to raise a child right i'm i'm still a child you know i'm, I'm i have that mentality of like i, I still want to learn i don't know everything so if it comes to something in real estate i have I have a village that are are the best at what they do in real estate deals, so I can I can lean on them for that, right? Same thing when it comes to venture capital, right? With any deals that come across my table, I, I have people that I can lean on that are the best in, in in at this industry, right? And it goes down it goes down the list, and I'm, I'm well versed enough to know what I you know don't know. Yep. So I, it, that's and that's what I share with my guys. Like, hey, like if you this is what it is. That's why we're partners. Yeah. And this is and we and I go out and find other partners and this is how we. That's how the village grows. Yeah. Man. That's great.
4: When you started your company, um, did you know long before that you wanted to go into management, or was that something that fell into your lap, and or was it something that you know since a young age you were like, this is what I already know I'm good at and I'm gonna go do this.
5: Yeah. Um, no. It. it, it it literally, fell. If, I'm not going to say it fell in my lap. I'm going to say that I found myself, my tank being filled, you know, solving problems um, and, and being included in these problems and, find, you know, and finding solutions for them. And it was just done at, at, to a point where I would do it for free, right? I wasn't getting paid for it. I mean, I, I remember there was times that I was driving like an hour, two hours, three hours sometimes, like, to a manufacturer or something like that, just to have a meeting with them about uh, a guy wanting to, you know, maybe do some things in fashion or whatever it may be, and I would just do it because I wanted to learn about, you know, manufacturing and inventory and, and you know, all that stuff. And so I'm out there learning, and I have the resources to do it. It's not my resources; it's theirs, but I'm doing it on their behalf, so I get the education. Uh, and I'm building my network now. I know manufacturers to do certain things and vendors and all this type of stuff that I'm just naturally getting, but this wasn't the plan. It wasn't like I was, oh, this is what I want to do for a living. I was just doing it. And, you know, I I had my own thing that I wanted to do, um, which was I wanted to go into dentistry. Like I wanted to be a dentist. I wanted to do that. It was a whole story behind it. I was playing baseball and something happened to me, trauma, which I had to uh, go in and get oral surgery and, I just started. I got fascinated about what they were doing. So I was doing. So while I was helping out these guys, uh, I was, you know, taking classes to st- studying for the uh, dentistry admissions test. And during that time, I realized that, yeah, this is kind of boring because I was interning at a at, at a dental at a dental office, and I was like, yeah, this my my life is not this, you know. And and yeah, and I and I say that because going back to your question, Brock, it's like, again, it found me. I wasn't I was I wasn't the one that was just sitting around just trying to, you know, waiting for life to find, you know, I was doing shit, you know what I mean? I was out figuring it out. Like, hey, I have no, like, let me talk to this person. This guy looks successful. Hey, can I take you to breakfast? It was like things like that. Hey, I got to, you know, got to work with uh, BJ Armstrong and and I got to see the ins and outs of, of how, business deals were done. This is a time where he was negotiating Derrick Rose's uh, multi-million dollar contract. I'm talking about MVP Derrick Rose, right? So I'm like, oh, this is how this is done. Oh, this is how deals are being being done. Oh, okay, this is the language. This is how I need to, maybe I want to be an agent, <laughs> you know? I No, but then I, this lane shortly, you know, found me. And then I thought about, okay, I can leverage players to get uh, equity in, into startup companies. Let's see how this goes. You know, one of them, you know, was Beyond Meat that had the biggest IPO in 2019. One of them, you know, DocuSign in 2018, and, and you know, then got into crypto. And you know, next thing you know, is a company called Coinbase that, you know, that was raising a, a series A, B, C, D, and, and wrong, Like I don't, it's an exchange. Okay, let me learn about crypto. Let me learn about this. Let me learn about that. And next thing you know, now I'm people are looking at me like I'm the crypt, crypto expert, and it's like yeah. I'm I'm not, you know. But I saw an opportunity. But I saw an opportunity. And if I'm going to get into crypto, I have a direct relationship with the crypto guy, yeah. <laughs> the person that is that. If I'm if I'm going to get into crypto, it's like this is who. I sh- if I have a question about crypto, I can ask this person. You know, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So. And that's how all my relationships have been. And next thing you know, when you accumulate that that type of, of net, network, you try to start connecting the dots. And then, okay, well, shit, this is starting to get a little bit too much for me to handle. I need to get, like, a junior analyst and, you know, somebody who actually, you know, an asset manager. I gotta need to get, you know, because I'm not doing it. I got my series 63 and 6, but I'm not, I'm not the one that's going to be staring at numbers every day. Hmm. when when to liquidate when to stay yeah i'm not i'm not doing that so but there are people that do that and that are great at what they do yep so
2: i i think what you're doing now is objectively more exciting than dentistry but (laughs) even if if we had a dentist on and we're talking to a dentist i would say hey you do important work and you know you're into it and that's great but um yeah i think objectively maybe a little more exciting um but all good that's great I I agree with all that of every business, every deal, there are experts that you can consult and like have specific fields, right? So like if you're doing a contract, you're obviously talking with a lawyer, right? Like law is like the language of business. That's how I like to think about it. Um, But yeah, I love that concept because that is typically what I try to do as well is consult the experts in whatever field you're in right
5: yeah that, again i mean i feel like i'm, I'm a repeating myself a lot but it takes a village yeah you know yeah. it takes it takes a village man yeah um
4: yeah no i think uh if there are any that you can share that you want to share you obviously live a very interesting lifestyle and i think for anybody listening that is unaware of the field you work in or even the NBA in general are there any like career highlights you have or you know moments that you've you know looked back with people you've either worked with and accomplishments they've made or you've made together or uh any things that are just like stand out to you that you can share
5: let me share wins of others right like I think that a great win was back in 2021 when uh when JaVale made the Olympic team right I thought that people thought that that was just crazy like what he's you know on this olympic team and but people don't understand the 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 work that went in before that right that he had to do and then that his team had to do to make that to make that happen you know the lobbying the calls that had to be made right and i just thought about how seeing him out there representing his country and and it it was one of those feelings of like i felt proud that because he he put the work in he deserved that and we, we had a strategy and he executed it to a T and it worked. And it was kind of like, damn, I, I thought of this, you know, like I, I, you know, but it doesn't work without him approving it or without him taking the action. Or, you know what I mean? So being able to work with people like that, what was, was, is great. Right. And another, another opportunity had to do with, you know, it was a monetary accomplishment that I had where, you know, you have this thing of a um, imposter syndrome at times. I feel like everybody experiences that. But when you have these these small wins or big wins, it kind of confirms you. It gives you like a thing of affirmation. And one of these times, it was a, a venture deal that I that I wanted to do. I was excited about and put it. We put a small check size in there, and then that check size it a hundred x, right? Woo. You know, and. Um, it was one of the it was an exhilarating experience, you know, <laughs> hell yeah, um, I remember pounding my chest like you know, <laughs> it's only up from here, you know what I mean, I'm not satisfied, let's yeah. like you know, and then I also thought about it in a way of like, you know, I'm not going to bolster this around or share this you know this with anybody because I don't want a target on my back. You know, I like moving the way that I move. You know, I, I always say like real ones move in silence, right? So, I like to just you know, the right people know, right? I don't need everyone doesn't need to know, but the right people know, and mm-hmm. so that those have been some of my like wins, I guess you can say that I, I'm happy to share. Um, and again, I take pride in in sharing um, the the wins. Like I don't need you know all the credit, right? I I, I I really just wanna be a part of it, honestly. Selfishly, like whatever you wanna call it, I wanna be a part of it. If you're you're creating dope shit, it's like, okay, how can I add value into what you're creating?
3: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee.
6: Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: I, I didn't know that much, you know, went into getting JaVale on the team. In my mind, as a Warriors fan, go Dubs, mm. who's someone that is literally seeing JaVale make incredible players like Steph and Clay you know make them better and play within that system and like watch him perform at that level in the championships you know it's a no-brainer to me right like I I know he can do it because I've seen him Warriors fan and even watching him on the Lakers too um but yeah that's really interesting and all that went into that and you should be very deserving of that absolutely great accomplishment
5: yeah man and i think that you know having that mindset of like i don't give a fuck mindset is i think is very important and it's easier said than done like truly going into an uncomfortable situation and being able to truly be yourself authentically yourself right um and and I think that a lot of people say they can do that, and they and they try to do it the best that they can, you know. But I truly believe that, you know, I've been able to see him, uh, and I use that like that's one of his super strengths, is what I I tell him. Is like, no matter how much you know people are throwing tomatoes at you or whatever it may be, like the art of not giving a fuck, like I'm still because this is who I truly am. This is what I truly believe in. I think has been, you know, such a success. Uh, within within itself right and i think about all the people that i know who i respect and that are successful they all have discipline so like they all that's one thing no one lacks discipline it looks different from you know for everyone Mm -hmm. but one thing that i i see that's the common you know ingredient in all successful people that i that i define as successful is always been discipline you know there's there they don't like that so i would just say you know to anybody who's listening like Figure it out and have discipline. Whatever that is, that's just having an mo. Waking up at a certain time every day. It doesn't matter if it's 10 a.m. Or, or 5 a.m. Just stick to that, right? I haven't had a sip of alcohol since August, right? Oh wow! And it wasn't because it wasn't because of anything. I just said, you know what? I'm I'm I've been drinking a little bit too much or whatever it may be. You know, I love water, so let me just not drink. You know, over these you know. Next couple of months, holidays are coming up. So, and it's just been, and there's been times where I've been tempted, right, going out, social settings, whatever it may be. I've been, you know, but I don't like discipline, and that's something that's very important to me. That's a foundation of mine, just discipline, and I think that that has a lot to do with where I am today, right? Just the discipline. Hundred percent. You're gonna love Brock's app, then.
2: Yeah. No, literally, <laughs> literally, I, I reached yeah. out to him like when, once yeah, he kind of
5: yeah. made like a little teaser announcement about it. I was like, yo, like. However I can help and support that, literally. i oh, yeah. cause it takes a village, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, what, what whatever I can do? I have a foundation that like this is what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. Living totally. healthy and athletic like we have grants, we have funding. Like what is this we could be a part of our programming? What what does that look like? You know? So yep. let's make something happen, right? Natural so, how we, natural how, fit. How, how can we add value Right. How can we how can we lives, in right, each other's life? Right. Yeah and, yeah. and that's the that's the village. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and I appreciate that. And that was actually one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is I know you uh, with your success too and, and with any success really, like what would you attribute some of your, are there any things that you do specifically, any habits, different forms of discipline? You know, are there things that you've noticed that you do on a regular basis? Even if it's just like, making sure I get back my emails every day, you know, finish all my emails every day or, or it's showing up and doing something physically that you, you know, that helps you stay grounded or like, what is it for you? You
5: know, for me, for me is making sure that I'm, that I'm working out. Right. Uh, No matter if it's, if it's, you know, for 30 minutes or five minutes or an hour or two hours. Right. I just, i i can't like at the end of the day if i don't do anything active whether it's a walk or a hike or what it doesn't i just that's one thing that i need to get in on a daily basis within the 24 hours and and another thing is uh reading right Mm -hmm. if i don't read uh, um if i'm not reading something you know at least a minimum of 10 to 20 pages right if i'm not reading something then i feel like i'm not learning so i try to to you know stick with those two things um on a daily basis right and and The rest kind of go from there. Waking up is always something that, for for my lifestyle, it's always been something that I wanted to do. I used to wake up at like 4 a.m. and do that whole thing, you know, like whatever the doggins guy, like I used to be that when I was younger. But then I, you know, know, it was hard going to an NBA game, right, (laughs) Uh, having a meeting, uh, dinner meeting before the game, then going at the game, watch the game with them, Then after the game, waiting for your players to come out of the press conference room, doing all that stuff, then taking them to dinner with the guy that you meet with and letting them know, like, hey, this is a guy that I want you guys to, you know, work with and whatever it may be, doing doing my thing. Now it's like 1 a.m. and then, you (laughs) know, now waking up at 4. Like, I was like, whoever's doing this, they don't have a social life. But they do have structure. But it's like, okay, they're not in my industry. And if they are, hats off to them. But I – yeah, I can work hard, but I don't. I don't have to. You know, that yeah. that was something that like str- I struggle with because Same. I was like, damn, like I feel like oh, I'm, I'm being lazy now because I'm not getting up at this time or that's, whatever it may be.
4: Okay, we we I think a lot of us do that too. Like I've definitely been in that boat where I was. I've been waking up four a.m., five a.m., going to the gym, doing the whole thing, like, and thinking that that's what the answer to success is. But really, it's you know, the, like you said earlier, you know, you go on these highs and lows in life. Take life takes you on a journey, these ebbs and flows, really, and um. When I disassociated myself with success with waking up early, and I I were focused on you know like my lifestyle same thing you know we'll go out or I'll I'll have a night shoot on set one day and it's we're shooting till five in the morning I'm like I already missed my wake up window so what am I supposed to do to stay up for another twenty four hours like what are you talking about so it's it was a matter of like when I change that and what does success look like for me well in order to get in the shape I want to get in a massive part of that is rest so I have to make sure I'm getting X amount of hours or at least trying to get that and at the same time. I am a firm believer that if you want to be successful, you got to lose some sleep sometimes, you know, you got to get up and and you got to go in this industry too. And that in your industry, sometimes you got to go host and entertain and go to the dinner meetings and and connect. And, you know, uh, sometimes deals get made at that, at that table, even if it's later in the the evening, you know, so it's a matter of showing up and what I found and putting in the work no matter what. And, you know, there will be times Where you get to be on that structured schedule of of 5 a.m., but every now and again it gets thrown for a loop. And and it was me being okay with, okay, well, I'm not getting up at 5 every day. I'm getting up at 8, but I'm getting all my sleep, you know? And and I went out till 2 in the morning, you know, and, and did what I needed to do, but I'm still doing everything I need to do. And for me, it was a matter of like, can I function? off of that amount of sleep, right? If if I if I can function fine off 4 hours, I'll do I'll sleep 4 hours, no problem because I'm still getting the work done. But if I am laxadaisical or I'm sitting here and I'm falling asleep during this conversation, you know, and I'm super engaged in what you're saying on top of it, uh, that means I'm doing something wrong on mine. I'm either not eating enough, I'm not sleeping enough, I'm not training correctly, I'm doing I'm doing something wrong. How do I fix that ecosystem so I can set myself up for success on the highest level? So what you're saying, the structure is massive, having a routine is massive but what does that look like for you? And saying, okay, just because Mark Wahlberg gets up at three doesn't mean I need to get up at three. Right. We, we live very different lives, you know right. what I mean? Right. But my hat's off to them and respect to them for that, but also at the same time, I got to go my path. you know? Right,
5: and, and you also got to think, like, when, how long has Mark Wahlberg been getting up at three? Like What phase in his life? You yeah. know? Like I'm pretty sure when he was marking Mark, he wasn't getting up at three.
2: Um, hell yeah, well, we got NBA tip-off um, coming up. By the time this comes out, it'll be the NBA season.
5: Oh, yeah, NBA season is something like that is like hell week for me because everyone's going back to their respective markets at that time and usually like a month before. So they're getting, if they're on a new team or if they're not, it's like, all right, the house that they were living in, they probably weren't there for all summer. Um, you know, everyone's coming back from their summer trips, you know, but then it's also like, the partnerships and the corporate deals that we want to do throughout the season, like those are like, okay, we need those deliverables and we need to get that going. So it's, and then for, for me, it's like, all right, different team. need to meet the people for different things, right? Like it's a different organization. So every organization is different. So now it's like, you know, new GM, new uh, foundation person, new, you know, you know, manager for equipment manager, all those things, right? So, you know, introduce myself, who I am, team, whatever it may be. This is what's going on. This is what I will, we have going on for this season, for this ex, for this player. You know, uh, the, who do I reach out to if they need it, this, 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 right? Yep, tickets or whatever it may be. So every year, it, it's. It's like hell week getting those things in order, right? Um, and then obviously planning is it's nine months, right? So what does that look like for, for over the next nine months? You know, a lot depends on is the team good? Are they not? Are they? How much TV time do they have? You know, like do they have for national games? Right? So right, right. You know, I think. Uh, golden state and the lakers have like the top two um like 40 something games or something like that going on like Makes nationally sense. but you know but then there's other other teams that get like you know 20 or you know 30 games or whatever it may be right so you know you try to that's like a leverage tactic that i use to partner when, when we're doing thinking about partnerships and things like that in certain market areas it's like hey this is how many games are going to be on television you know either once this week so let's if you have some type of campaign or our, our app launch or, or you know whatever we we're trying to do like let's do it around that right let's do it around this one because they got this they're playing this team or they're playing that team or you know what i mean like yeah and then and then it's like oh this i actually have two guys that you know that i have relationships with that are playing against each other. So we can do something even bigger let's see if we have a budget to you know throw to this guy you know to partner with so it's just. Yeah, that's Hell Week for a tip off, is what I am saying. Like, no, you know. that's great. I am. I am glad you are getting into Hell Week.
2: It's going to be fun. I, I do have a very specific question. So, when we had Stedman Graham on, you know, he has a book called The Ultimate Guide to Sports Marketing, and then he has another one, The Ultimate Guide to Sports Event Management Marketing. So, a lot of what he talks about is the identity of the athlete, right, and then kind of building around that. Do you find that finding your player's identity is is an interesting and crucial part of managing them or marketing them? I think that
5: yes, simply yes it is, but that it's easier said than done in the fact of like hey, we can find it by asking a question, I can ask you what do you like? It's kind of like taking those um 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 those those tests, those those like the C- character, persona- personal test, personality test. Like, yeah, like, you know, disc or, or love languages, figuring it out, yeah. right? You're, you're kind of like your toughest critic. You overthink when you're taking that test. Like, do I like, do I like hugs? Do I like, uh, you know, you, you, when you're writing it down, right? Same thing when it comes to, like, finding a player's identity. You're like, what is your identity? They're like, oh, I like this, I like this. But it's like, you know what? Just live your life, right? Let's build this relationship naturally, organically, and let's see what you tend to do right that that and what 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 fills your tank what lights you up oh instead of just being like oh yeah i like this i like that and then you make this whole plan spend all these 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 hours sweat equity into doing all of this and then it's like oh yeah you don't like this like i've been in so, so many situations where uh athletes say oh yeah i want to have a podcast or i want to do uh, uh uh vlogging or do youtube or you know some content you know host, hosting and then it's okay let's do it Put the money, production, all that stuff behind it, and then they don't do what they they don't do the work and that they need to do. And it's kind of like you said, just show up, right? And, and I'm not saying it like they don't work hard or they are lazy, but it's just that's not their identity. Mm. And then they were trying to force that maybe because. I don't know why. You know, there's a lot of context behind of it. Yeah, sounds you know, nice. I did, you know and they probably thought uh, about it in that moment when they answered that question. Maybe they really did want that to be their identity. But for me, that's where I get to sit in that seat that I sit in strategically and sit back, observe, and then sometimes like, you're not even a people person, bro. Like, is it, are you sure you want to do this? I'm not trying to discourage you to do it, but and there's other ways that we can, you know, extract money out of this market we don't have to do it this way just because you see you know these other guys doing it you know and they're doing it well because they that's what they have a passion about so yeah. it's finding um players identities in, in a in a it's hard to do it's more of a story it's hard to do
2: totally right i i think that was kind of a part of his point too i think you nailed it is you have to find out like really what you're really passionate about and then and then kind of structure it around that um
5: yeah just to add to that like we all know that they're passionate you know you know at least like 100 maybe let's just say 99.9 percent of the time like if we're talking about nba players they're passionate about basketball yeah right you know but you know they can have more than one passion right so it's not necessarily finding what they're passionate about it's more so just like their identity you know like everyone likes to smell good right dress well Right, all that, all the above, we like that. It's a sense of confidence. It's a sense of a lot of things that come within that. But it doesn't mean you're fashionable, right? It doesn't mean fashion is your is your is your identity. You know, maybe you like to dress well and things like that. But that doesn't mean that you're you're the pioneer of the shit, right? You know, you don't have to be Russell Westbrook that that's out there doing outlandish stuff or Kyle Kuzma wearing the long pink sweater. Like that's not your identity. Like it's cool if you you know do it but it's not your identity right so let's find something that you you actually like to do right outside of basketball and let's see if we can monetize it you know and if not it's still do it it's fine you know but (laughs) that's all i'm saying yeah i think a
2: great example of that is um you know desmond mason with his artwork right like he he's a great artist and you know he kind of transitioned when he retired into becoming an artist and he's stuck with it and is really, really good at it. And, yeah. you know, shout out to Desmond. We want to have you on at some point. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
5: Texas native over there, man. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, good guy. Yeah, so it, like, th- that's all. I think that, you know, when we talk about identity, it's just, it's, again, it go, it's complex. So you got to think about it in a way of like, hey, um, you know, find find it and then try to build a structure around it, right? And then after you kind of have that structure an idea of that structure – then it can be maybe a business, maybe may, maybe we can make maybe it's a one off. You you know make some money off yeah. of it. You know like kind of like a flat tummy tea type of situation. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm. A little quick cash grab, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You always have to leverage that, right? you always have to seize the moment, right? Because they happen so quick, right? You think about when Steph broke the the, uh, the three point record, right? Did you you saw how quick Under Armour and all his affiliates had things just ready to for everybody to buy right even his friends who uh who have their own little personal uh you know small brands they they have things ready to go uh before because after he breaks it it's like the the moment's gone now right Mm -hmm. so you gotta do it before the moment happens and and you have to have all that stuff ready but then what if it doesn't happen right right what if they did what if they don't win you know so you gotta have that's collateral you know things like it comes with the game you know, you build out this marketing or this, you know, str- you know strategic plan to, to do all this stuff, and then it doesn't happen. You know, that's that's the industry that we're in, you know. So yeah. you move on to the next thing.
4: What What's probably one of the more unique uh, brand alignments that you've done? I'm like, I'm actually kind of curious, like, how do you take uh, a brand partnership with a player? So he's going to be getting a lot of airtime, right, when mm-hmm. he's playing. So there's a lot of eyeballs. And then you've got social media. Then you've got, you know, uh Typical, like normal uh, commercials, and and maybe the face of a brand they'll be marketing to. Like, what does a normal brand uh, a partnership look like with a with an NBA player?
5: Man, this crazy thing is, like, if you would ask this question, you know, before COVID compared to after COVID, it's it it changes. And then before that, it was you know, you know 20, 2010 looks different than twenty twenty. You know, it, it just it changes, mm. right? And so now just like in the in the movie industry like you know these these big uh production aid you know production companies they realize they don't necessarily need Tom Cruise anymore right you you know you have what fucking 2 million plus followers now right and you know it's like now you're looking at okay what what are their what are their engaged what's their engagement like right what what does that look like for for, for a player you know, like, again, you have the one percenters, but even you think about the one percenters, like, there's levels to it, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's still levels to it. Like, certain, you know, Kawhi doesn't get the same engagement as a, you know, a Steph or LeBron, right? It, it's different. Each each person, but those are the one percenters, or a Paul George, or whatever, these are all max salary contract players mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. And every strategy is different, right? So every brand deal looks different, mm-hmm. right? But the, the, the blueprint is all, like, you know, uh, they got a new shoe coming out. It has to be out before the you know, before the season starts, right? So you see like right now what's going on during this Hell Week that I call, like everyone is, you know, doing preseason and stuff is launching their, their new shoes. Whether it's the Katie whatever or the Steph whatever or the LeBron's whatever, like they're it's launching now, right? And then you, maybe you have another one halfway through the season. Then you have the special collections like Christmas edition or All Star edition, whatever that looks like. That's the blueprint when it comes to shoes. So then you have like other things like you know headphones or 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 corporate like food or whatever it may be. That's when you can get a little bit more creative. And how does yeah. how does that look, right? And so and that's why you know we talk about shoes that they pay the most, right? Yeah. So, um, so it. It, so it, it's,
4: it sounds like a lot of like tangible items that a fan or you know whoever can go and purchase and, and as a result of the exposure and whatever else yeah. the player's doing that's bringing in more
5: right but then you also there's just like and there's a lot of things to it when you talk about how how, how it's structured now it's like you have the you have the league the nba which is their own business right then yeah. you have the team 30 what is it 32 teams right they're their own business too right so and they have their own mass appeal. So like you have the Lakers, and then you also have like the Memphis Grizzlies, and you have like, you know, and then so you think about, damn, I'm a player in the NBA, great, but I'm in a a low-tier market, damn. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like, okay, like, oh, I'm a player in the NBA, and I'm in a top-tier market, but I don't play, damn. But I'm (laughs) a player in the NBA, in a top-tier market, and I'm a starter. That's, you it's know, crazy too that's when you get like
2: crazy. a Giannis in Milwaukee right because it's like and then to see how much passion he has for that city and those fans like it's it's definitely an
5: anomaly right would you say like yeah I think I always thought that you know as great as Giannis is you know I really thought him being in Milwaukee slowed him down from making the all-star team there were years like before he made the actual all-star team uh, and same thing with Chris Middleton. Like those guys are great, you know, and and I, I don't work with them, but those guys are 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 great, you know, just talents. And, you know, I think that those guys should have been in the All-Star team on the All Star team sooner than what they were. But it comes down to, you know, NBA, like I said, it's a business too. Who who's who's getting that television time? Who's getting that, you know, um, who's winning, right? All that mat all, all that stuff actually matters, right? And and then also who can take that market to the next level. You know, you think about Luca. He didn't win anything last year, right? He didn't make the playoffs last year, right? But the NBA uses him as as a marketing piece because he's he's an international global, you know, icon, right? So they want him to make the playoffs. They want him to do that. Like they're right. not going to cheat to get him there, but they can still use that to you know use him and to get to those European you know markets and do what they, their business. They would be stupid not to, right? Right. So, but also it's it's those things of teeter tottering to playing, you know, playing the game, and also, um, you know, making it a business, right? And, and and still using those same tactics. So going back to what you're asking about, you know, how are, how is it corporately structured? They, there's a lot of red tape that goes within that too, right? So if I I have to look at like who who the team has as as partners, right? Like and any partners that we have, or this player has individually, of the team or the NBA, does it does it um, go against their? You know, uh, if we have a deal with Pepsi and they got a deal with Coke, we can't do. We won't be able to do shit with Pepsi, right. right? Like, what leverage or what value can we bring to Pepsi at this moment? Individually, yes. If we have our own, again, if you're one of those one percenters, right? You have outside of the NBA, you have your own brand and whatever yeah. going on. You throw an event outside of the NBA or, or your team. You can do a lot, right? But that's not one through fifteen. That's just the one. So it's like, okay, well, I can't go after Pepsi now because the my leverage was was this. So it's like I said, every player and every opportunity, every team is different. The market's the player. Like who is it? Like so
2: You mentioned Luca too, like if your GM is Mark Cuban, who's a shark on Shark Tank and like a billionaire genius in tech, like you gotta imagine they're doing stuff where making the playoffs while you you know are arguing is still important obviously which makes sense mm-hmm. you've got to imagine they got other stuff going on right like
5: yeah i mean yeah definitely you know like mark is is one of those owners that uh are is very unique i said
2: gm i meant
5: owner sorry no, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. so mark cuban is one of those owners that are unique and if you notice how the nba with, with, with adam silver he's done a great job with uh you know, bringing owners in that are actually fans of the game, right? And not just, you know, uh, as you see more and more owners that are taking over, or, you know, getting teams acquired, they are actually fans or, of of this sport. Of this. So it's making it um, making it more fun uh, for other corporations and brands to get a, be a part of, but also at the same time, it's making it fun for the players to play for, you know, to play for their boss, right? At the end of the day, that's their boss. So but also it's, it's kind of unique too, because it makes it harder for like the 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 GM, like you said, to, to necessarily work for that type of boss. That net baby doesn't necessarily know that he didn't play in a league. He, de- he doesn't, he's not, you know, with these guys every day. He's not running the team, you know, so you hire a GM to run your business for you. But then if you're a fan of the sport, you watching it and you're you're probably blowing up the GM's phone every day like we need to get this type of player. We need to get this type right. of player. Or I was I was listening to Stephen A and we need to da-da-da-da-da-da. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have you have owners that that are like that. So that's a nightmare for for a GM. So then it goes back like to GMs like so these are Golden opportunities to be a GM of a team, but then you're like, do I really want this job? Even from like the best intentions, right? Like, right? Like, it's like it's great. Like, you know, they're fans, so like, and that's where this league is going. Like, it's going to. And like I said, no, testament to Adam Silver, he, he kind of needed to do that because when they do that, they pour more money into it, right? They pour more more resources into it because they want to. They want their team to win. They want their 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 market to be the best market. You know, you saw what what Milwaukee did. They they built a whole new arena. You know, right. you see you you seeing what. Steve Ballmer's doing, he's he's getting them out. Like you think, uh, Steve the on- Ballmer's
2: the best answer
5: right the world. But do you think do you think the owner before Steve would have done that? Right, right. No, yeah. They would, he wouldn't. He wasn't poor money. He could or he would have done it. Right. So, so I think that's a testament to Adam Silver being able to do that and and, and put uh, these these owners in, in positions to you know uh, make the business entity of the NBA better. But at the same time, now you think about how that trickles down. Like I said, the the, the GM is like. Damn, like this guy's annoying. He, now he's nice traveling traveling with me to scout to scout different players and stuff because he's that much of a fan. You know, there's levels to it. So. Right. There's lemons too. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Who, uh, as we're kind of wrapping up here, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. is who's your prediction to win this this year?
5: <laughs> Are you legally allowed to say? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. I think, I think it's, these are new teams across the board. Even you think about like the Lakers, right? They brought back, they had a great run run last year, right? And they brought back a lot of the same, a lot of guys, but they also brought back some key pieces. Think about Golden State. They, you know, they had a great run last year as well too. They brought back, you know, a lot of the guys and some, you know, some key pieces. And I think about, you know, Boston and, and now you have Milwaukee, Phoenix. Have, you, Phoenix? Phoenix you know they, they, these these teams, like it's you know yeah with Bradley bill and Kevin Durant and and book, all these teams have a shot, right? The thing about it is nobody really knows what the fuck they're doing. Let's be real, like every GM, like they they make educated guesses, just like in venture capital, nobody really knows like what company is going to be the next Facebook or the next you know um, yeah you know whatever you know, but they make these educated bets, right, on these, like, hey, this player. But it also, there's a lot of – it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray area, you know, in the spirit of this conversation, right? Like, we put these guys in into this pot, and this, and we hope that they blend and mix well together, right? Mm-hmm. We hope from, from mm-hmm. oh, he shoots this many shots on the bounce. He needs the ball in his hand this much. We hope that, you know, from our educated guests, you know, from the powers that may be looking at this and our scouts, we think this could work. And now – you also got to think about it if these guys have egos, or how well can they work together? Are they need you know? Like, are they going to be you know staying healthy? But it's it's a lot more that so team chemistry is the one thing that you can't predict. Mm. You know, it's one thing that you just don't know is this player going to get along with this player? That's why everyone says like, oh, Golden State was a cheat code, right? Yeah. Think about that. You saw how much shit they were talking about Steph Curry, like when when Kevin Durant was there, like he doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't this and that, right? Like. Shit! Once Kevin left, Steph had to remind everybody who who he is. We all knew it. The people who actually understands what who, what basketball is and like, it was his time to be. But you saw how unselfish he was. That's what it really showed. Like Steph, all he cared about was winning, right? And that's rare where you have a, a talent like that and is able to do with Steph to take a back seat and then all of a sudden, you know, come back to the light and still do what he's a, what he was able to do. He was still able to do that. But again you had to pass the ball around. Let Steph, let Steph get his touches. Let Katie get his touches. Let Clay get his touches. Like you know, that's, I'm I I'm a big. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm biased. You know, going in and answer your question, I don't know who's going to win. I'm just I'm a big fan of basketball. I'm excited about uh, what these teams have done. I'm just excited about what Sacramento's done. You know, that whole free race series with the Golden State and Sac. I think that's going to be great. Um, it's great for the game. Great for that market. You know, again they play us well when it comes to the
2: warriors man like steph clay and draymond the fact that they were all drafted to the same team they've they've been together the whole time it's just such a crazy thing that just doesn't really happen that often right
5: not anymore not yeah anymore. not at all like that's they're the only team they're the, they're the only guys that stay together yeah drafted to the same
2: team and yeah. making right. right yeah right i don't know
5: uh, yeah, I don't know. Dev, Devin Booker is the only. It was Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, but right. DeAndre just got you know yeah. traded, so he's with Portland now. So I, I don't know. And again, like I, again, I could talk was basketball. Was Middleton
2: drafted in Milwaukee? Yeah, Mil- so Middleton, Middleton yeah. and Giannis, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you got
5: Middleton and Giannis. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody and you have Bam Bam, and that's it over at – Because
2: Dame just left too. So
5: yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's tough. But yeah. those are those like we could talk sports and yeah, talk about yeah. this like the whole like you know you know at, at a bar or something and, and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. there's a lot. I'm, the moral moral of the story, man. There's a lot more than just the sport itself. You know, it's the business of the sport, and you know, there's a hundred, there's 450 players in the league, right? And there's more actors, right? I don't know how many actors there are that are sad. You know, tens, whatever. Of, thousands, tens yeah. of thousands, right? So, and it's a and it's, again, it's a business. And there's only this much. It's a it's a the pipeline is only this big you know so everybody is not falling through that right you know and mm-hmm. if they are it's very very slow so and it's what can you extract you know you know during that 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 moment mm-hmm. you know what i mean and yeah. Yeah, i think that I, that's my company and that's what our strategy is that's what we think about on a daily basis and you know whether it be a foundation whether it be the content whether it be whatever it is like i think that um, um we're, we're doing a good job and i think you know there's growth like i'm not you know i'm cool being in the background i'm cool just just staying out the way i don't want any strays coming at me for for no reason i'm just you know i handle what i handle and, and try to handle it well so that's my my um our, our model is doing doing good business with good people
2: love that we like that yeah i appreciate you coming on man that was really cool and we got to dig deep into a lot of stuff you're doing and the foundation and um i really appreciate the time
5: thank you thank you for having yeah, me thanks, man. always good to see you bro Yeah, uh, studio 22 doing it yes sir All right. thanks
2: for tuning in to studio 22
3: right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles